I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 11 to 1 on LMFM. This week marks National Breastfeeding Week in Ireland and it aims to support, inform, highlight and last but not least celebrate breastfeeding. And judging from recent data collected, as many as 60% of babies in Ireland are breastfed on leaving the hospital and these are, stats are on the rise. So if you decide to go the breastfeeding route, what support is out there for new and expectant mums? Well, there's lots from Lalesh to Quidju to lactation consultants. There is a lot of information out there. Joining me now is one woman who not only breastfed her own three children, but she's a board certified lactation consultant and volunteer as a breastfeeding counsellor with Drogheda Quidgy Breastfeeding Group. Catherine McGowan, you're very welcome to 11 to 1. How are you doing? Hi Sinead, good to be back. Great to be back with you. Now, we ha- can't ignore the stats and it's fantastic to see that this is on the rise. 60% of babies in Ireland breastfed on leaving the hospital. This is increasing and it's great news. Have you found attitudes towards breastfeeding are changing? I think so. Um, I think there's lots of women who intend to breastfeed. So I would be less concerned about, you know, the promotion of breastfeeding. I My concern lies with baby is born and mums in the main are quite overwhelmed by mm. what it entails. And I think we do women a disservice with all the messages you get throughout your pregnancy about breastfeeding, how wonderful it is for baby and for you and not being honest with them, that it is quite a steep learning curve and really networking them into those supports. Because once you go home, you know, it's two in the morning, you feel like your baby is feeding all night and this is not what you expected. Where can you go to get good, solid information to get you over that hump? Actually, do you know what? And in, in the spirit of honesty, Catherine, let me paint a little picture for you here because okay. uh, you're talking about 2am in the morning. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's paint the scene here. We have a screaming child. We have a tear-soaked uh, uh, mother. We have the house in disarray. I'm still in yeah. the pyjamas. The child, I realise, is is he feeding? Is he not feeding? What's going on? Why is he crying? Oh my God, the milk is everywhere. It's like clearly there. Why is he not latching on? What's going on? Let's get real here. It is not easy. It's not easy for people to to, to breastfeed. So in terms of this, how can, because it's very easy to go, that's the end of it. I'm going to go to the bottle. I can't cope with this. So what, this is who you want. You want to hear from these mothers who are completely frustrated, like I was, feeling isolated and alone. This is what you do. This is how you can help them. Yeah. And we all were those mothers. (laughs) 
and that's <laughs> why we sought out support. We found ourselves down at Drahada Kwaju and we met other women. And I have such a vivid memory of the first time I went down and it all came out like lava about how I was completely overwhelmed and I just didn't know what I was doing. And my now very good friend, Joanne, turned around to me and said, you sound exactly like me, my first baby. And just that feeling of, it's not me, there's mm. nothing wrong with me, this is normal. And those honest conversations are just so important. And I know how difficult it is to lift the phone, to talk to somebody about breastfeeding or to physically put your feet through those doors. I didn't go down to my baby was that good bit older because I was worried that they all knew what they were doing. Yes. And I didn't know what I was doing. So it's really, really challenging. We strongly encourage moms to make that call and that has been particularly difficult um, with the pandemic because mm. we had to shift from our group meetings to uh, put in a text breastfeeding support and one of our PFCs will get back to you. So to try and kind of communicate that there is no judgment, there is only support and we know how it feels. We have been that woman crying and we have been in those situations where you just don't know if you can keep going. And we've tried to, I suppose, create that sense of empathy through our Facebook page. And we've over 3,000 followers. And I crunched the numbers in terms of our calls just before I spoke to you. So since we were last talking this time last year, our breastfeeding counsellors have connected with over 170, be it calls, um, email responses or random encounters. I'd be out walking the dog and somebody might stop me and say, are you that woman who's down at you? Oh, my sister's just had a baby. Can I give you your number? So it's good that people are aware of us. But what we really know what was missed um, during the pandemic is that face-to-face yeah. and that connecting. So we would have had phone calls with mums and we would have been able to say, OK, this is what's going on and yes, you're doing that right and you're doing fantastic. We'll put up some information on our Facebook page. But what those mothers need is to turn to the left and have somebody say, oh, I was where you were last week and I'm over that hump now. Yes, so yes. Like we're not meant to parent in isolation. We're no. meant to parent in community and meeting other mothers and making friends while you're on your maternity leave is so important. And as I've said to you before, we love nothing more than walking out of the hall on Thursday and seeing a gaggle of women over in Starbucks have more coffee. Oh, brilliant. Morning. That is fantastic. You know, and you're so right. It is. It's a community, a community and we should be together and there should be no shame, as you mentioned, around all of this. So is the key, because I know there's lots of different elements at, at place here. And like when you're in the hospital and you decide to breastfeed, the midwife or the nurses uh, there will very much support you in terms of, you know, the latch. So mm-hmm. is the latch the key thing to kind of nail straight away? The latch is very important, but I think we as women need to understand how breastfeeding works. Like, where does the milk come from? Does it magically appear? The more we can understand how our body works, the more we can make sense of normal newborn behaviours. So we would really encourage moms as we're beginning to open up now um, to either phone us and have a conversation or come down to the group. And we will talk to them about how your milk production works, what to expect when your baby is born, exactly what you're talking about positioning and attachment they are key Mm. and we can support moms around that and also what is normal with a newborn baby I have yet to meet a woman 
who expected their baby to feed as often as they yeah. do. Oh my or God. <laughs> that was the shocker for me. Yeah. And, they, and then when the, when the midwife came and, uh, you know, I thought I was losing my mind. I was thinking, yeah. why? And she was like, oh no, this is the cluster feeding. And I'm like, yeah. what? What's that? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And those early weeks are really, really like it is a steep learning curve. Yeah. And all babies, breast or bottle, they just want to be held all mm. the time. And we don't expect that. Um, and that's another thing that's been really challenging with the pandemic is babies come out expecting to be in a house with mum, dad, nanas, granddads, big cousins, big sisters, aunties and uncles, an array of people who will just cuddle them and snuggle them. We had the pandemic and you've had women yes. who are in a house on their own. Maybe they have a partner, but the partner's upstairs working from home or working away. So that constant need for holding by the baby, other children needing to be homeschooled, toddlers running around, so overwhelming. So overwhelming, Anybody yeah. who calls us, the first words out of our mouth is, how incredible are you that you have been breastfeeding through this? Because in regular life, it is difficult. Mm. Throw in a pandemic and all that goes with that. And it's been extremely challenging for people. It really has. And, you know, there's many images like I had in my head for my second time round. You know, I'm going to be this. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to have this lovely kind of nurturing connection with my son. It's going to, you know, and you see these beautiful images of mom, you know, looking lovingly at the baby and the baby's latched on and all of that. And that's great. And people do get there. They do get there when they persevere. But it can be tricky when you're not in that in that zone. And again, I spoke about this, but uh, the last time, you know, I was very much a hermit. I didn't go out, which was Uh just ridiculous. Uh, because you know you really shouldn't be limiting yourself if you're breastfeeding it's becoming a lot more accepted to see women breastfeeding in public now yeah absolutely and you know I think it is understandable that women don't want to leave their home I remember me thinking breastfeeding support groups at half ten how did they expect me to be out of the house this is ridiculous it should be on at three o'clock in the afternoon one of the good things that has come out of the pandemic is that Quidu as an organisation a lot of groups opted to run online Zoom breastfeeding support groups mm-hmm. and that they're going to keep that going. So at a national level, the plan is that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, that there will be a Zoom group and it doesn't matter if you're living in Cork, Galway, Dublin, you can log on to that and you can speak to breastfeeding counsellors and there'll be other women logged on to the group. So that's something really positive that has come out of it. Because I understand in the early days, the thoughts of getting down yeah. to a group, completely overwhelming. We always had phone counselling, so there always have been people who have been trained and taking calls. The add-on to that now is the online Zoom groups. And I've spoken to women who've attended them and they found them really, really useful. And then you might go to that and then in a couple of weeks you might feel ready to put your foot outside the door and come down and see yourselves. That's yeah, and that's that's the great thing that you have the both, you know, you have the online and and in group. And in terms of say, you know, uh, people say uh, who might not be delivering naturally. So say women who might not have a natural birth and are going the cesarean route. Yeah. Does it take longer for milk to come in or anything like that, or is that again another misconception? The studies have shown that it's not a barrier to successful breastfeeding. The milk possibly might come in a little bit later but again if you know that you're prepared for that um, and 
women, sometimes women will express some colostrum antenatally. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we can give information about. And then they can go back and talk to their healthcare provider and have a conversation around that. So much of it is about giving women information that they are in the driving seat, that they, you know, everybody has their own experience of pregnancy and birth and they're so unique and breastfeeding success can look vastly different in different households and what you were saying to me there about all those pictures of women in beautiful white silk blouses breastfeeding <laughs> like that is just so unhelpful yeah. it just it doesn't help at all and no. I find myself getting a little bit annoyed when I see certain um, celebrities and they're putting up these pictures mm. and you're just like that isn't real and aside from the fact that you have about 50 people helping you yes people like Amy Schumer you know that comedian yes in isn't she fantastic she yeah like said how it was, putting up pictures of her strapped to the pump in the adult nappies after delivering and very honest about her experience mm. and how for her she'd lots of challenges and she decided that the best way for her to breastfeed was to pump for a month. Yep. That's what she was going to do. And that should be celebrated and applauded. Yeah, it really should. And you know, I was a mixture myself. I was pumping and yeah. and feeding uh, from the breast directly. And like that, it's so much handier actually to see in the bottle what's coming out because you can go, OK, I know he's gotten, say, three or four ounces, like, you know, so that maybe it's something else or, you know, so you get, yeah, you get, it, it's very reassuring seeing those little amounts come out. And I do strongly suggest that anyone who does decide to go down the, the breastfeeding route definitely get a good pump. Oh my God. And they are, they are, hard to find they are hard to find but uh, track one down um, now in terms of the group because we mentioned there obviously COVID affected um, the group you hadn't been able to meet yeah. up but you did do the phone service which was fantastic what are the plans going forward now that things are slowly but surely opening up well we've got the green light from the HSC and from National Office that once restrictions Friday the 22nd is the last lifting it runs then into midterm we run term time so the first Thursday that we will be opening our door again is Thursday the 4th of November so brilliant we're excited about that. that is brilliant and is there limited numbers or what way are you going to work that we're very lucky that we have um, St. Peter's is a very large room oh brilliant um, and we're able to kind of accommodate we've worked with um had a conversation with the manager there and looked how we're going to set. I mean, obviously safety is the Mm. key for everybody with this. And we have a lot of space there. There's good ventilation. um, And what people will be asked to do, which they've always been asked to do, is to sign in with their name and their contact phone number. And there'll obviously be plenty of hand sanitising available. And when people are moving around, that they wear a mask. That is the request of the building and that's how it's going to work and I think you know we're all quite familiar with that now you know it's not something that people are comfortable with so we will be able to um, accommodate people with you know seats that are comfortable and plenty of space and that it will be very much our usual cups of tea and coffee plenty of biscuits and breastfeeding counsellors available and just meeting other women mm, on the same journey, you know, yeah. and, and even that person to ask for someone's number and say, oh, you live near me. Do you want to go for a walk tomorrow yeah. morning? 
And that's it. And that's uh, that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. I'm getting a lovely message in here from Maura. Hi, Sinead. Just listening in and want to say a massive thank you to uh, Catherine. She helped me all the way through my breastfeeding journey. She's amazing and I would recommend breastfeeding to all mothers. So there you go. So what would you say to mums out there who might have been like us, Catherine, alone in the dark and the tear-soaked faces, not knowing what to do? What would you say to them? I would say to them that you are not alone and that in many, many bedrooms across Ireland tonight, there will be women who will be like that. And that I know it's hard to make the call, but to put the text in and one of our breastfeeding counsellors will will give you a call and talk it through. And we really spend an awful lot of that phone call listening to the mom. Mm. And, you know, we have maybe a little piece of paper in front of us and we'd be writing little notes and then we'll, you know, reflecting back to her. what She has the answer in her conversation yeah. and saying, OK, what I'm hearing is this and this and this and that you would like it to be like this or this. Does that sound right? OK, what does the science and evidence tell us? These types of things might be helpful. We really focus on mums being comfortable. It shouldn't be painful. Mm. You know, it really shouldn't. And if a mum phones us and it's out with our scope, we can sign poster. The HSE online have a ask the expert. They have lactation consultants that yep. you can email or can have an online conversation with. We have our own parent craft in the Lourdes and people can connect there. Um, there are many public health nurses who have the additional qualification of lactation consultants, so it could be worth putting a call in. Um, so we will really try and give um, parents roots to get that support because people deserve to enjoy having yes. their baby and enjoy their breastfeeding experience. And when it goes well, it's fab. And the only reason people keep going with breastfeeding is because it is working for them. And the other thing I will often say to new moms is, when you met your friend with their new baby, they were up and running. Yeah. Nobody invites you over to see them crying and huddled in a corner. Yeah. You know, so we don't see those dark times when you're really struggling. Um, and really break it down. You know, if you are really struggling, just say to yourself, I'm going to do this breastfeed. Mm. Take a breath, do that one, make yourself a cup of tea. And then when the next one comes around, just break it down into breastfeed to breastfeed because one breastfeed turns into another and that turns into another day's breastfeeding. So it does and it can it shouldn't yeah. feel like this big chore either you yeah. know and that's that's exactly it Catherine it's it's wonderful to have you as always on the programme with lots of thank great advice much. and the, the group is doing so so much work for, for women in the, the local area thank you so yeah, much for I, joining me I want me. to put a big thank out to all my um, volunteer colleagues they really stepped up to the mark and done fantastic work working themselves as teachers in childcare as nurses and um, they've been fantastic and, you know, we couldn't have gotten through pandemic without support like that. We really couldn't. As, as always, Catherine, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Take care. Bye. Thanks a million. If you want to find out more information uh, about the group, facebook.com, quidjudrahada. That's where you'll find all the details there. And as Catherine says there, if you're on the journey, if you are that woman in the corner crying, not knowing what's going on, please do reach out and get this support because I know when I did, I, I it was eye-opening and it, was, it helped me an awful lot. And if you're expecting a baby, I would highly recommend you head over there, facebook.com, quidjudrahada for further details. 11 to 1 on LMFM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.